episode 22, I believe, of the Super Weapon Podcast. This is your boy, Darius, the artist. I got my man, DC, here with me today. Mm. Sorry, guys. A lot of energy, man. Um, We have some very interesting things to discuss and go over today. For those of you who don't know, um, the Xbox Game Showcase was last Thursday. And what a showcase it was, right, DC? (laughs) (laughs) That's my sarcastic laugh. Wow, man. So Uh, I know we have some differing opinions on a couple of things. We'll get into all of our differing ones, I guess, as the show rolls on. Some things we agree on, some things we don't. Um, Well, at least that's just what I assumed after, you know, we kind of texted a little bit after the initial um, show went off on Thursday, but let's go ahead and talk about the elephant in the room, <laughs> or should oh, I say, jump right into it. Oh, yeah, man, I, there's no Holy need to wait, smokes. or should I say the Spartan in the room, um, mm, the chief in the room, the chief himself is back, we, we got our first, what was it, eight or nine minutes of Halo Infinite gameplay, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a nice little bounce pass, man. I wanna know what you what was your initial oh, feelings? Lead it off. Yes. Have your feelings changed? Are you excited for Halo Infinite? The floor is yours. Bro. Bro, let me make some room on my desk for this explosion <laughs> of information. <laughs> Alright. Now I wanna add a precursor to this, right? This is totally going by by what I saw at the event, all right? Right. My mind can change as time go on and more is revealed. I can change my mind. But right now, and look, I I fight all of you guys on Twitter daily about (laughs) Xbox. I champion my Xbox, all right? In In a sea of PlayStations, I am the Xbox blowing in the, the wind, Xbox right? Island in the sea of PlayStation. <laughs> right. Now with that being said, okay, when I we, we knew we knew that they were gonna come out swinging with Halo, their flagship franchise that pretty much have been carrying the system on its back, all right? It's broken Halo back. I was not really impressed with what I saw. And I dug deep into it, and people were saying that this was a demo that was shown on the PC that wasn't ready yet. But from my understanding, when games do a reveal, most of the games are shown on a PC with the same specs. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, because this is why we have Darius here, because he's that guy who (laughs) digs the extra mile. he, He knows about these things. But my whole issue was if you were going to pick something to show, right? Why not? Because they said big battles, right? They said one of the things Halo was going to have was these big epic battles. Why not show that? Like, what they showed was just like, okay, you showed, I guess it was the beginning when he was talking with the guy, they crashed on the Halo ring, blah, blah, blah. They showed a little bit of gameplay. He he shot some enemies, and he drove in a Warthog, went up the elevator, then they kind of introduced, uh, I guess, the new villain or one of the many of new. Yeah, villains. he was the uh, that was the leader of the banished. Yeah, the brute. So you got yeah. this dude who 
Now, let me tell you what would have made a more exciting um, visual spectacle of Halo, right? You come in, they could have did something like show us this big battle that you're talking about, maybe has ships flying over your head and all this stuff. And then once the battle is over, you reveal that guy. Maybe that guy come out and he looks freaking cool. This big brute come out. He got this big brute armor or something more like it was just very bland and then i mean even graphic wise it was like okay the background visuals look like it looked beautiful some parts look beautiful but then when you people were like freeze framing it and they was posting it and i was like when you look at it like the details now mind you they said it was a work in progress so it was a lot of stuff that i was just like that's why I said right now, at this moment, I sure. wasn't feeling it. But if you give me a work in progress, and then it, it's rumored to be another event. So down the line, if the event comes and they have more Halo footage that's more complete, because it's supposed to come out what? With the... Uh, it's supposed to it's launch supposed to the with end the date. Xbox. Yeah, with the Series X, yeah. Whenever that is. Year. Yeah. So I'm expecting, if they do another event and Halo is involved, I'm expecting to see a lot more as far as like how the graphics gonna look um aesthetically i want to see like how it's gonna look but at the same time like the chief was it felt like familiar it felt too familiar for me the way he was moving the way he fought in that little clip it felt like an old halo game only thing that really made it seem slightly different is he have a little more verticality because he had a grappling hook like he shot his little grappling hook. I was like, okay. That's so you weren't weird. so you weren't a fan of the more traditional style movement, that kind of. I wouldn't say that. I'm just saying it has to advance a little bit. Even sure. the way he runs, something it doesn't have to be something drastic, but even like the weapons that they showed, it wasn't impressive. Like you gotta, you this is your big game that's gonna, you know bring people into this console so you gotta pull out all the stops when you're revealing these things i feel like like you gotta kind of go full gusto and to me it was just like huh okay well this is what we have and and i'm only going hmm. by like what phil spencer because phil spencer you know he he was on the hype train big man. He phil was, oh he was like oh yeah well yeah that's fine oh, their event was great but i think we'll be okay <laughs> and i'm like all right, like you talking cash money, my guy. So let's see what you got. And it was really lackluster to me, man. And like I said, guys, this is only from the first reveal. Now, next reveal, they show something. I'm like, oh man, don't be coming at me talking about, oh, you didn't like it last week. Oh, you didn't. Look. You know. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, bro. Go ahead, bro. Because I can go on forever. I'm you know, sorry. I. Yeah. I'll say, you know, I, I'll say this much about because I went back and watched the. As a matter of fact, I watched it before we got on, just so my memory could be pretty uh, fresh on it. Yeah, I watched, I watched the 4K video, the 4K version of the Halo Infinite gameplay because I, and this is one thing that just always gets me about just like gamers in general, because if you remember when Sony revealed uh not only ghost of tsushima but the last of us 2 people were kind of saying the same thing because the stream quality was terrible um mm -hmm. and i honestly feel like <laughs> i mean I, I know they released some official screenshots but some of the 
the ones like you were saying uh people were grabbing and posting online i think were from that me to me personally this comes down to what people view as pleasing aesthetics like a pleasing art style to someone you know and i went back and played master chief collection on friday um so i played mostly halo 2 no mostly mostly halo 3 and reach um and i honestly i don't feel the same way a lot of people do about this demo and the the actual art style itself because honestly to me it looks like they they took a step forward with uh, with the art style itself like it kind of looks like a mix between five and reach to me like because halo 5 was very shiny like everything was all it was very sci-fi very shiny looking game and reach to me kind of had more of a um i wouldn't say like realistic realistic tone but like a lot of stuff the colors and stuff weren't as everything didn't look like it was like out of like a sci-fi movie yeah seemed like it was more intense because of the story too yeah um and honestly i got the feeling that you know because for the longest time 343 industries the studio that's developing this game has lived in Bungie's shadow for better and worse since they took over the franchise. And, you know, it's one thing, for, you know, for me personally, like I said, I enjoyed watching what I saw because I kind of feel like they, you know, when, when Halo 5 first came out and you had all those different Promethean weapons, you know, a lot of people that didn't, at least to my recollection, didn't really like or care for those weapons. And that was them, to me, that was them it stepping was outside the box. It was a lot of useless wep- weapons to me. Right. Um, One day we can talk about that because it just seemed like they. Oh it yeah. Was, it was the same weapons just in a Promethean skin. They, they yeah. A lot of them were kind of the same weapons. You know, they were kind of cool how they transformed and stuff. But you know, at least for me, like this game kind of seems like it's kind of going back to they're trying to take Halo back to its roots while introducing new ideas, which is what I like to see because. You know, the thing that, that sticks out to me about Halo Halo more than the story uh, in terms of multiplayer and just the gameplay is how, like, deliberate your movement is, like you were just talking about. Like, you kind of yeah. have that slow, methodical walk. And, you know, he started sprinting, which I thought was hilarious because some people didn't like that, which is weird to me. Um, I didn't mind that. That didn't bother me. You know, because it's like – and I encourage anyone – who hasn't played Halo in a while, who who has played, like, a modern first-person shooter to go back and play a Halo game. Because there was a one point when I was playing Reach where I kept trying to mantle a ledge, <laughs> and I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that shit sent me over the edge, bro. Yeah, it's, like, little stuff like that. Like, you know, I, I, I don't like that they used a, and I believe it came out, they came out and said that this particular gameplay trailer was a build from 11 months ago um and that's more common and and honestly that's more common than people think because when when they have these big shows right like if they go to e3 or pax or any any type of show you could think of where a game gets shown it's always going to be an older build from what they're currently what they're what they currently have in office um and the reason for that being, you know, is because they've tested that stuff. That stuff is pretty stable at that point. And I don't know what their development cycle has looked like over the last, like, year. I mean, yeah, 
I assume that COVID has kind of destroyed the plans for a lot of things that Microsoft and Sony had um, planned for this year. I mean, to me, honestly, both of their shows kind of, I kind of hold them at the same level of excitement, I guess, in terms of games and stuff. I mean, because it seems like both companies are going to have one big tentpole franchise. You know, it's probably going to be Spider-Man for PlayStation and Halo for Xbox. Um, oh, excuse me. Um, but like, like I said, man, I'm interested in an open world Halo. I'm willing to give it a chance. Um, How do you feel about the 10 year plan? It's a, it, I'm not surprised by it, honestly. Because, um, you know, a couple of episodes ago, uh, we we talked about a lot of games that are going to be coming over to next gen that we're playing now, have been playing forever. Um, perfect example of that is Destiny. Um, oh, let's jump into it. That's yeah, you know, I mean, you look at that game like a game as a service where, you know, de- the Destiny franchise has been around since 2014, Destiny 2 since 2017. Um, games as a service isn't going anywhere anytime soon. Um, I actually don't mind it. I think it's a, a okay. You know, people who, whenever people hear the term games as a service, they look at it like it's a bad thing. Like companies are money. They look at it like a money pit. Uh, right. Money pit. Yeah. Um, it could be done in a way to where that's not the case. Yeah. I mean, and what people need to look at and understand about the gaming industry is that. The current model of making AAA and quadruple A games is not sustainable long term. Like the amount of money that they spend, and the rising cost of development for them to ship one game every three to five years, it's not worth it on the back end, to be honest. Um, and if they can, if they can support this game long term and give it, you know, some fun and cool twists, I'm all for it. You know, like I'm, I'm being incredibly open minded about Halo. You know, yeah. it's it's one of those things, right? Where, I mean, me and you have talked about it. I mean, this is this game is is one of the reasons me and you got so cool is because you know you grew up, you were you know in the military playing Halo, and I grew up playing Halo, and I honestly don't think that the Halos that we used to love will sell as well, you know, nowadays than they did back then. You know, like the the game industry is totally different. You know, like. And I'm going to go ahead and, and say it on record. <laughs> I think we're going to get a Halo BR. I do. Within two years. God damn it. <laughs> damn it. No. I, I know it's not something that people want or care about, but just look at look at Call of Duty, right? It's musty. No. Look at, look at Call of Duty right now. The most played game mode is what? Warzone. It's not multiplayer. Multiplayer is a joke in Call of Duty right now in the gaming, in, in the wider gaming community. For one for for one reason or another, I'm not gonna say get into it, but I don't think Call of Duty would be doing as well as it as well as it is now without having that BR in it. That's not to say I don't think Halo's gonna succeed, but you know, I I just want people to be more open minded. So to say all that, like like I said, I enjoyed what I saw. It re- it gave me those old Halo vibes, and even going back. And playing the Master Chief Collection, it got me even more excited because I love, I just love Halo, man. Like I don't know, you know, you can call me, uh, oh, you're an Xbox shield, Halo, whatever, you know, like whatever the fuck you want to call I'll me, take man. All like, that. come on, baby. 
like I, you know like I'm always gonna love the Halo franchise and I don't think that they're mismanaging the franchise at all I don't because they've come out and openly said that because of the criticism that Halo 5 got that's what delayed this game so long that's why they've taken so long to work on it you know that that to me that doesn't well, sound like a, a like company that doesn't care that is, yeah yeah that's what I was about to now, let you know? me ask you something while that's fresh on my mind real yeah. quick, and we can move on. Um, when you were touching on the fact that, you know, games for uh, games of service or mm-hmm. for service. Whatever, yeah, games as a service, yeah. Games as a service, when you said more games would probably be leaning toward that. Now, and when you were saying that, like, single games coming out every year or every other year mm-hmm. don't make a lot of money now is that because when you have like a 10-year plan for a game they already have like a a foundation to work from instead of having to recreate this whole yeah i was gonna say i think it it kind of falls into a couple of different categories um at least that makes sense in my mind you look at um so marketing studies show that games that have a number attached to them uh a lot of times People will skip or not play those games because they feel like they've missed out on something. So, if they were to put Halo Six or you know Halo Six instead of Infinite, you know, the average person who doesn't know who, anything about Halo be like, "Oh man, you telling me I gotta play five before I can put you know five more games before I can play this one to understand what's going on, you know, et cetera, et cetera." Um, so I think it's that, and it's. Studios now have the ability to continuously work on games to improve them without, just like you were saying, fully starting over in development, taking another five or six years to release another package campaign. You know what I mean? Um, And you know what else makes me think of that was when they showed Forza Motorsport. You notice how it didn't have a number after it. The title just said Forza Motorsport. Um, same thing with Fable. They're rebooting Fable, and there's rumors that Fable is going to be kind of like a um, MMO style. You know, you Which you make your own hero, make- and you you know probably it'll probably have co-op in it. I'm assuming so. Um, you could play with your friends. That makes sense for a Fable game. I would love that. You know? I would you know stuff like that is really I'm exciting. I'm going to Fable this time. I have one and two on my Xbox, and I played a little bit on one, but just keeping up with games, yeah. I stopped playing it. I got too much going on. And, and you know, honestly, I think that that plays a part in it, too. Like, just the average person's lifestyle nowadays. Like, we were the generation that grew up with gaming. We're the first generation, first or second, depending on how you look at it, grew up with gaming. And our lives have changed significantly over the last, you know, as people have reached into adulthood. Um, I mean, because I've, I've, we, we've played certain games for, long, like, years and years. and years. I mean, you look at Rainbow Six Siege. That game's been around for five years already. And they mm-hmm. said they have no intentions of releasing a sequel. Um, so I just, I'm, I'm all for it. Like I said, if they polish up what they showed, I honestly would love for Xbox to do to take a page out of Nintendo's and Sony's playbook and have just thirty a thirty to an hour long show with nothing but Halo, like they did with Ghost of Tsushima, like they did with The Last of Us, like Nintendo does 
with Smash Brothers, except, you know, all their big franchises, you know? Because the one thing I didn't, I didn't really like about this format was how they they would take breaks in between and just have people talking, you know, talking. Um, yeah. I'm I'm okay with like you know I love hearing develop developer perspectives and stuff, but it's kind of like you were saying they build this show as it was gonna be nothing but games for an hour long, and we kind of got that, like we we kind of got it, but not completely. Um, I mean that's just, that's just kind of I feel how I feel about the show as a whole and what I think this generation is looking like it's shaping up to be. Um, you know, I, I honestly am not going to say it's not a far stretch to say that Microsoft honestly doesn't care if anyone buys a Series X. <laughs> I don't think they care. I don't. Um, I think as long as you're in the ecosystem playing their games, that's what they care about. Because, and that's where the Game Pass comes in. And that's exactly where Game Pass is and will continue to be the best value in gaming, period. Because one thing I haven't seen people talking about, which blows my mind, nobody is talking about how every first-party game they announce is coming the same day it launches to Game Pass. So you're going to get 20 or 30 first-party games or how many ever they announced for the low, low price of 10 to 15 bucks a month. I mean, like, just imagine going the next seven or 10 or years and never having, right, whatever it is. 60 or $70. You don't have to buy Xbox first party games. You could just play them on Game Pass. And play them anywhere. And, in, yeah, with, with xCloud coming up, you know, in the next couple of years, just imagine playing, like, Halo on your phone if you're on a trip somewhere. If we ever get to go outside again, of course, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, man, like I know we've we've kind of we've kind of hammered Halo pretty hard. Um, we could literally talk mm. about this for the entire episode. I mean, but there are other other games um, to talk about. One one of the big ones that I mentioned that I wanted to talk about because I know you're a fan as well is actually Forza Motorsport. And how that's not coming out this year for the first time in, I want to say, like, the last five or six years we're not getting a Forza game. It don't need to. It don't. That's what I was going to I was just going to ask. Do you, how do you feel about not getting a Forza this year? Um, just in general, just, I mean, we're going to get, what, um, Dirt 5? Okay so we're, we'll it. get one um, racing game, but, you know, no Forza for the foreseeable future. Dude, I'm okay with that because I felt like Forza is one of those games. And then it doesn't need to come out every year, honestly. And then if you are a fan of Forza, you realize that they have so many, like, expansions that come come out throughout the year. Yeah, very true. And it's, it, it's a game to where you can keep playing because there's never really an end to Forza. Like, no, you know, no, not at all. It's just, like, it's one of those games, man, where you play, I don't want to say, like, a campaign. There is kind of a mode you play through, and then you pretty much unlock all you can unlock. Then, basically, you're online driving around. Um, I mean, you're playing against people. I'm getting them confused because I'm thinking of uh, Horizon. You're thinking of Horizon, yeah. 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 I want to talk about Horizon, too. Regular regular Forza here, you know, 
you go online. Actually, it's pretty fun to play online if you play in with people who are not trying to spin you out, who are really, <laughs> who are really <laughs> just racing. Because there's a lot of dirty shit. Oh man, a lot of street online. racers, bro. Man, it's a lot of <laughs> diesels on them. People tracks, racing man. for pink slips online. Jeez, Louise. Yeah, and if you come to a corner, man, because you know you. They'll have groups to where you can join, and they'll be like, look, right. we, we clean racing, you know, none of that bullshit. Then you will go into the, the goddamn Terror Dome sometimes where everybody's just spinning <laughs> everybody out of control. But to, to get to your question, no, I'm not upset at all, man, because I, I still play my old Forzas. I still, man, like, I'll select a Forza just because it may have a certain car on there that I want to play because I got – what I got on my hard drive, man. I got so many forces on my hard drive. Yeah, yeah. From a couple, Horizon a couple to of one, I got one, not one. I don't think I go back that far. Maybe three through seven on my hard drive. That's the regular Forza, and then Horizon. I got all of those. So it's just like, oh, I just want to play this one right now, and I'll I'll play that one. Or oh, I want to race this truck through the snow. So let me play the recent Forza. And I want to race down the mountain. Let me play this one. So yeah, I'm not mad at that. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way, man. I wasn't surprised at all. Out there, real quick. Yeah, sure. That 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 Forza BR that y'all tried to put in there. (laughs) Y'all could have kept that that shit. On Horizon Four, yeah, they did have a a a kind of BR car mode thing. I love y'all. Hey, don't do that shit no more. (laughs) Don't do that. No more Forza BR. Trying to cash uh, in on the hype. Forza don't need that. It speaks for itself, man. Forza, it was it was poorly executed. It was bad. I just didn't like it. Yeah. It, it was bad. And, and a lot of people say the same thing. Like, that junk wasn't the hype. I mean, it's not a stretch to say that the Forza series is now, I guess, the most popular racing genre racing series in the game uh, industry yeah. now gran turismo's back though yeah you know like i was never really big in a gran turismo growing up man like that was never i used to like the license well, like yeah, yeah that's fair license. man like i i just i never gave it really a fair shake um but yeah i'm not i'm not at all surprised or upset um just like you were saying there's plenty of racing to do in the other games um I mean, I just I got the impression from this show as a whole that Microsoft is trying to play the long game as they always tend to. Um, mm-hmm. Now, whether or not that pays off, is rema- it remains to be seen. But I think, if anything, we'll get Forza Motorsport, as it's called now, um, maybe next fall, I imagine. Um, now, I'm, what, what I'm curious about is, does that mean that Playground Games is done making Forzas? If they're do- are they done with Horizon, or or are they gonna have one studio team working on Fable and the other working on Horizon, whatever the next Horizon is? Because that that game's, I mean, if for the Motorsports comes out next year, the next Horizon is at the earliest two years away. Um, if they yeah. stick to that, you know, we work, we do one one year, you guys do one the next year. Um, I mean, I you know it. the 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 show was just it was it was a lot of here's what we have for in store for you for for the foreseeable future, right? Um, one thing I was definitely surprised to see was stated the K three. That was probably oh, my most surprising unveil. 
where's the gameplay? Y'all <laughs> told us gameplay. Because when they showed, I was like, oh, hell yeah. Okay, let's see what they <laughs> Because, look, hey, Microsoft, man, let me talk to you, man. Because what y'all did with part two was ass, all right, in my opinion. Part one was beautiful. I played that game forever, bro, and it really made me mad when certain things happened. When I lost my doctor is when my whole camp went Ooh. to hell. But anyway, yeah, part two was like, they took a few steps back with part two. Yeah. Um, it wasn't a bad game. It was just like, I felt like it was rushed, and they didn't really, I don't know. It just, it wasn't as fun as part one, man. Part one, you really felt like you had to survive. Yeah, because they, haven't, they like, haven't said much of anything about the game. I mean, the trailer looks like they're going to have more survival-type elements in the game, and it looked like there's some sort of crafting that the person was doing at some point in the trailer. I mean, what what would you like to see from State of Decay 3 that would get you, like, one, one or two, like, killer features that you think the game needs to elevate it to that? I mean, because we don't really have zombie Man, games. We- if you know? we take State of Decay and put it in the in the tone of uh, Last of Us, you will have a masterpiece. And what I mean by oh. that is if you make the game real heavy to where... Like losing know, people, like... Yeah, it's yeah, like really it like the yeah. consequences, uh, make the stakes really high. Because you got to look at it like if there was really a zombie apocalypse, like, you know... You have to say you have different factions, right? Yeah. And I know they're going to go multiplayer with this because this is what they did with part two. Maybe other factions is other teams. Okay. That's interesting. Y'all may be fighting for resources, but not like your typical shooter style. Like, you know, you got to kind of find what you can or scrap up what you can to defend your place from, you know, Interesting. But it, it has to be, that would be it's cool. Because like, it was kind of like that on part two, but I felt like it was more or less like it was too much babysitting on part two. Because it was like, okay, this person's hungry. Oh my God, this person's depressed. Oh, we got to put this person in an infirmary. It, 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 it was too much. You know, yeah, I, I agree with that. It did feel very. Um, it get very task driven. Yeah, like you, you, I gotta feed my people every thirty minutes. I gotta. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do this, and then this person got a problem, or this person leaves, or this person threatening to leave because you didn't give them a sandwich. Like, bro, what the? <laughs> Come on, man. Now, what I mean by how that Last of Us two that heavy feeling is like, you go out there with limited um, resources. You got to scout the area, you find stuff, which was all in part two, but just it has to have more of a a more of a feel of if I lose something, right? it's going to have a deep effect on my community. Like on part two, like if somebody died in my community, it was just like I took them out back, put one in the head. Okay, oh, no, no, not like Lassie, man. Well, they be infected, so they give you the option to give them a humane and whatever. You can drag them out. Oh, that is. That's pretty funny. Give them a little funeral. And, but wow. You didn't feel anything from it. Like when I lost people, I was like, oh, I'll just go recruit someone. From that, yeah, that is okay. true. Like people had names and stuff, but they were kind of like. And I don't know how they could do something. Like, maybe they could do something similar to what 
Watch Dogs is doing, like giving individual characters like their own interesting backstory. I, I don't know if that's more involved in the vision they have for the game, but yeah, that that's that would be cool, man. I like that. Um, that's a very interesting yeah, uh, spin again, on that. You have to have a, and then even a little bit more that'll make it a more interesting too is also like the zombies. To me, honestly, the zombies in Part Two were very dumb. <laughs> like they were just stupid. You just get in the car, and just keep running shit. Over. <laughs> like it was, it was like you just run stuff over. There was no real danger. Yeah. Your car explode. Like the see the danger in the game of Part Two was really your people being little bitches and crying all the time. That was more of a, a threat than the zombies to me. <laughs> you bring one of the NPCs along. They weren't, you know, they didn't seem super helpful all the time. No, um, they didn't, man. They was just there as zombie meat. Like, here, you're a zombie shield. Yeah, you're, you're my meat shield. Don't distract a zombie right. while I go in this building and see if there's something in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, I'm curious to see more. I don't think we'll... I, maybe 2022 like i can't imagine that's come out anytime soon um, just imagine if you had like clickers or something similar in that game like zombies that like sound you know. based like yeah that would be super cool like you know like you have to play off of being oh, no, quiet like, and let's stuff not yeah. even say clickers like create your own create no your i know what you mean just like some sort of something better like ai zombies like make make something you know Make something cool, man. Like, don't just keep rehashing the same formula. Like, think outside the box, man. Like, sure. make animal zombies. Ain't no zombie game. Like, make some good. Animal you know zombies. that w- they kind of hinted at that with the trailer. Well, you with know, the deer. Cause yeah. that deer, that zombie deer thing. So we might get that. I hope so. I mean, yeah, I have... that would be an added. Like, I could see that being a added layer of difficulty. Uh, when when dealing with going out into the environment and try to because the whole thing about state of decay is it's just basically survive yeah because i don't you, even think you just like, survive nah, until the wrong, end because i didn't play two as much as i played one but i think the whole point of the game is really just to see how long you can survive i don't even think it was an ending to the game yeah i and honestly I couldn't say because like, i gotta, i didn't play much of it the second one myself um I don't remember it if there was a story or anything, but if there was, it was one, pretty light. I was just surviving. Like, I didn't yeah. even – I traversed across, like, the whole map on part one. No, I think part one had an ending, but I'd never finished it. But gotcha. I just had fun uh, creating these little spaces to where these bases and, you know. Right. I don't know. It made me kind of want to go back and see. But part two, I just know I really didn't enjoy part two as much as I did one. <laughs> Yeah. So hopefully three is better. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully we get some more information on it, man. I'm definitely curious. I was not expecting them to announce State of Decay three. Um, I didn't even know they were. I wasn't even expecting them to release a sequel to two, honestly. But yeah, we'll see, man. Um, one studio I wanted to kind of talk about because they unveiled three, three games, I believe. Obsidian Entertainment. They seem like they're gonna be very important to microsoft in, in terms of their first party portfolio um because one of the games uh and this was the studio that worked on uh outer outer worlds when it came out last year so they announced the dlc for that if you guys haven't played outer world and you like fallout style games get, trust me you want to play it. it's really good it's on game pass i think right now too so you literally don't have a reason not to try it um 
But yeah, they have a deal, a story DLC for that called Peril on Gorgon. Um, that's out September 9th, 2020. I need to finish that game too. It's really good, man. Like, you, I enjoy playing it. Um, that was one of the first games I streamed too. But yeah, so they have that. We have Avowed. That's the first person RPG Skyrim style. It looks like it kind of yeah, like. I was going to say, but what I don't want it to become is a Skyrim. I don't think it will. Like, Obsidian has, they have a history of making like pretty dope RPGs from what I understand. So, and you know, to be honest with you, I hope it, I hope it does put pressure on Bethesda. Um, to get there. Yeah, because they've kind of fallen off the horse over the last couple of years. But, you know, not much about this game at all, but it looks interesting. Like, you know, you had the, the you were in, it looks like some sort of dungeon. Um, and like you control magic and use a sword at the same time. So that looks pretty interesting. And what was the third game? It, it escapes me right now, guys. I'm looking. I think it Destiny was Grounded. Two. No, it was Grounded. That was the game, I think, that Obsidian, the other one they're making. That's the uh, I call it Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Um, Basically. The game. Um, that one, I'm not, not too world. too really hype about. I mean, it's you not really on my radar. No, not, not really, to be honest with you, man. Um, I'm not, not to say I don't think it's going to be fun or anything, but it doesn't really look like my cup of tea. Like, you know, it's you you can craft and build bases bases and stuff. I mean, but I don't know, you know. But either way it goes, and like I'm excited for a, a couple of those games that Obsidian's working on. Like they have, they're a big studio, so I'm not at all worried about the the production of any of the games they're currently working on. Um, and I think Grounded comes out in a couple of days as of this recording. Yeah, in two days. Comes out July twenty eighth, twenty twenty. So that'll be out soon, and then you know, hopefully, we'll get more information on Avowed within the next year or two. Um, a lot of games they announced didn't really. I wasn't expecting release dates for anything, just because they haven't said when the Series X is launching. But I don't know, man. Like I said, to me, I just got the impression that a lot of these games are a lot farther out than we think they are. Um, but yeah, um, you like the. Uh, you mentioned the medium the other day. Are you still pretty um, interested after watching the game? Because I was that? a big Silent Hill, like one, two, and three of Silent Hill fan, and that game gives me gives me Silent Hill vibes. So yeah, it definitely I'm, does. I, got my eye, I definitely got my eye on that game, and I'm gonna call it now. I think Grounded is gonna be a sleeper. I think that one's gonna sneak up on a lot of people, man. It might. It might. Man. I, I just remember, I called it, man. I really think that game, for some odd reason, because it's just quirky enough. Like I just right. feel like those games always creep up on you, and then the next thing you know, it got this large following and all this DLC, and everyone's playing it. And, but like I anyway, said, man, I really think Obsidian is gonna be. I think they're gonna be one of the big tentpole studios for Microsoft over the next few years. That's what I'm feeling anyway yeah. from all the production that they are doing, but. Yeah, medium. Yeah, that definitely does. I agree with the Silent Hill vibes. Um, I was curious about the, as they call it, like dual reality puzzles. It looked, I mean, because for a second I thought it was like those parts were co-op or something. But it looks like you're playing the same character across different dimensions. If I, I mean, it was very, 
very uh not what was it supernatural in a way not not necessarily sci-fi but yeah like supernatural kind of like it looked like you were kind of going into the upside down for a minute <laughs> yeah. um yeah and that's kind of my bag i like to be you know i like the creepy games yeah absolutely so I'm, I'm i got my eye on that one I got yeah and i think it's coming out the same day as the series x if i believe i believe it's a launch title um i could be wrong on that but um yeah then we had a couple other announcements um we kind of talked about game pass and how a lot of these games are going to be well pretty much all the first party games are going to be day and date on game pass um i wanted to talk about everwild as well man um you know this this game is being developed by rare the sea of thieves team did you oh what's up dark sorry no i didn't know you hosted me dude hey man sorry uh guys we're we are recording live. If you guys are listening to the audio version, we are recording live on, live on Twitch. I actually have notifications cut off. That's probably why it didn't come across, man. Thank you, though, Darkstar. Appreciate it, man. Hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Howdy, uh, Darkstar. <laughs> but, yeah, um, Everwild is developed by the Sea of Thieves uh, developer Rare. Um, this was the one that... It kind of you were you have the the characters that were walking with a lot of those large beast looking creatures and like this was game a fish that threw up <laughs> oh he threw up like the little like baby fish I guess is that what that was? is that's what that was but I'm Did very they curious say about what that this was one. about they didn't even give uh, give us anything we literally they just showed this beautiful <laughs> game and then it went away we we literally know nothing. <laughs> about this game other than that it looks really pretty um i was kind of interested in it because you know i i gave i I feel like i gave the sea of these a a fair shake and it just really didn't they didn't pull me in yeah you know i didn't didn't rock my boat no it did (laughs) rim shot (laughs) um Did you have any thoughts about um, Everwild? Because I know you were playing CFDs for a little bit by yourself. Um, well, let me tell you something. I am a one-man pirate out in the seas, <laughs> bruh, with my raggedy-ass lonely, crashing lonely into pirate. the pirate stuff. <laughs> let me tell you how many times I didn't crash into something on Sea of Thieves. Like 800. Every time I play that game, I sink my own shit. But how do I feel about this game? Like you said, man, um... The game's freaking beautiful, man, and I can only imagine, you know, once you get your your setup going and you play it, um, how beautiful it's gonna look. I I I try to do some digging and find out what the hell it's something about. or anything. Yeah, there's there's nothing on the internet. Really <laughs> yeah, they're being real secretive about it, and I'm like, okay, y'all got this look, but if we can get some substance to it, then you guys will easily have a hit on your hands. Right. I'm very interested. I might buy it if it depends on what it's about. If it, I'm pretty sure it's going to be okay. Like I don't think they're going to make something that beautiful with a subpar lore or story. Or I would love it if it's a like hope. co-op or something. Hope. And at least that's what I'm getting from the trailer because be there weird, was man. always Just a group of people. So yeah, I mean, and Rare's known norm, for those bro. multiplayer games. <laughs> don't lie. like it could have this cool like kind of quirky weird story i'm with it like long as it's not the same rewash rehashed whatever type of story i'll be cool with it 
Absolutely. You already got me with the look. So let's see. You know, that's another game I got in my little, my little book of watch. Uh, your 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 watch I'm list. Um, yeah. My, yeah. Yeah. There you go. My watch. <laughs> list. I'm looking at you. Um, and I wanted to mention uh, one more thing too was uh, Bungie. It's just you know it's so nice seeing Bungie and Microsoft being friends again after their divorce yeah, many years ago. Yeah. I I love this. <laughs> what they're uh, cordial now. They're core. Yeah. They're they're <laughs> you know. Talk about the good times. <laughs> right. Like I was I was definitely surprised by them announcing that Destiny 2, the new expansion. So for, a lot of people were kind of confused by this announcement. So, yes, Destiny 2 is a free-to-play game right now. It's free-to-play everywhere. Um, most of the content, minus the newer release stuff, is free for everyone to play. Church. Uh, Destiny 2 Beyond Light, the fall expansion that's coming out November 10th, it's coming to Game Pass for free, which is fucking nuts in my personal opinion i i don't understand once again you know my favorite thing from this press conference was all the game pass announcements game pass is amazing if you guys don't have game pass you don't even need an xbox <laughs> you literally don't need an xbox if you have a computer strong enough if you have a computer with enough power yes you know and you know this isn't me fanboying on you know i literally have every system i play most of my games on pc nowadays anyway like game pass is worth it guys i'm telling you you know even if it's you're not particularly interested in a lot of the games they announced at least you can try them it's ten dollars a month you know like you can play with your friends but you know to get back i guess to get back a little bit on topic here um you know, I've been playing Destiny 2 pretty sporadically over the last couple of weeks because I've kind of liked a lot of the changes they've done in the most recent updates to the game. And I was very, very excited to hear about this. Um, and they also said that it will be Destiny 2 will be getting a next-gen upgrade for the Series X. The game will run at 4K, 60 frames per second, which is awesome because I believe at this point the game, I've seen footage of people playing Destiny on Xbox and PS4, and I, you know, it looks really, really rough. Um, you know, a lot of like the frame rate stuttering and stuff. It seems like, you know, the consoles are kind of like being pushed to their limits there. So it's all, it's awesome to see, um, you know, this guy. I'm, I'm a Destiny, a Destiny fan, man. I'm a Bungie fan. Always have, probably always will be at this point. Um, so that that one, I think, is going to be really, really huge for Microsoft. It's definitely a big win for them. Especially after, you know, Destiny was partnered with Sony for the majority of this last generation, uh, if I remember correctly. A lot of DLC and stuff used to come out on PlayStation 4 first, which kind of sucks. But, um, yeah, this was good news, man. Um, will this be enough to get you back into Destiny, DC? Hey, Darius. I never left. <laughs> you've been you've been playing I Destiny. I take man? vacation. All right, <laughs> bro. Look, that's man, true. I've been playing Destiny, and I don't know what the hell I'm doing at this point. Destiny has left me behind. Okay, <laughs> but I will I will say like once I get a chance to play, um, or once I get my new PC, and I will definitely be back in the fold. Um, it never it wasn't anything personal as to the reason why sure, I stopped sure, playing. Sure. 
it was just more or less I didn't have anyone to play with. Like Destiny has grown so much. Like when I went to the hub, like when it came out, when they announced that you know you can download it for free and all that jazz, uh, I was playing it, and like I was just kind of overwhelmed a little bit. I was yeah. like, oh my god, like what the hell happened? Like it was just so much going on. I didn't even know where to start, and I was like, my guardian was like kind of cool, and you know, <laughs> I didn't know what missions to do. I ain't know yeah. where to get the light. I was just like, give me the light, like somebody. Definitely, it's definitely a little bit overwhelming. It's it's taken me a while to get my bearings again playing Destiny. I will definitely say that. Um, but I'm like, I'm I'm really excited for the new DLC expansion. It was recently delayed from September to November once again because of all the COVID stuff. Um, but I think they're gonna put. I mean, Destiny fall content for Destiny is always and you know historically it's been really good. Um, so I think this is going to help the player base explode even more than it already has. Especially on Xbox, you know, with it you getting the new expansion for basically $10. Um, yeah, and that makes me really want to, like, try to get back into it. Um, definitely, because, I mean, I have the Game Pass, and I would like to play. Cross-play, I think please. what it is is I have to, yeah, cross-play, man. Come on, man. Hey. Microsoft. We know they're working on it, hopefully, Please. sooner, earlier no in the year. Pass. That you means know? I can play it on the computer, so why can't I play with my friends? <laughs> it only makes sense. We just want to play with our friends, guys. That's it. I just want to guest <laughs> with my friends. I don't want to raid alone. Do you know how lonely it is being on Destiny alone? It, it is a very social game, man. It's um, Yeah, that's one of those games where you have to squad <laughs> up. Like, yeah, 100%. Um, but, <coughs> no, go ahead. but yeah, man, all in all, I, I, I'll i give this show, because I know we're running a little bit long on time here, uh, but I'll give the Xbox show a 7 out of 10 for me. Um, I know some people are probably going to grade it much, much lower. Um, that's It's all personal opinion at this point to me. Um, I feel like they showed a very diverse number of games a little bit of something for everyone you know you have your your action rpgs you got your first person shooters you have you know your your kind of horror games your, you know horror yeah. with grounded and what's the other game scorn how could i forget about that shit the body hoarder body horror game um, that's all about that game look real freaky yeah, yeah man um you know, I, I, like I said, I think that Microsoft is playing the long game. As they continue to get these studios geared up into their production, um, Sony obviously has had an entire generation to get to the point that they are with their first-party lineup, you know. And I just want to, you know, just give them a chance, guys, especially after, you know, we all know how hard this year has been for everyone. And at the end of the day, if Microsoft does well, then everybody wins. That's just more great games for everybody to play. Competition um, is always great. Yeah. It brings out the best in everybody. I agree 100%, man. What What about you? Do you have any closing thoughts about the show as a whole? Do you want to – you don't have to give it a grade. Yeah. You oh, no, know. I gave, we talked about it on the phone. I gave it a grade of 6.5, and – the reason for that, 6.5 out of 10, and the reason for that was um, I expected to see more um, from Halo. Totally fair. Uh, the other part about that was that that pegged it down a lot for me was 
y'all spoke too much about gameplay and and my fair assumption i mean like honestly to me i felt like a lot of games could have showed more gameplay like they could have showed something from yeah. decay they could have showed something from um what's the other game they could have showed more from avid i believe avowed yeah avowed, avowed yeah because yeah. I mean it looked very good and interesting and I'm like man show a little combat show maybe your your HUD or like you know how he switched weapons or give us a little something more and I'm only going by there what they put out there Agreed, they put yeah. the expectations yeah. out there of the, oh it's going to be a straight hour of just gameplay <laughs> non-stop blah, blah, blah. I'm like, wall to wall yeah, games really yeah. the power of the Xbox Series X and blah 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 and I'm like Okay, cool. All right, I'm with that. And I got my popcorn, and I was just like, okay, um, what is this? So that's what kind of pegged it down to a 6.5 for me. That's fair. But I think, like you I know, said, it's they, a good. It has room to grow. Yeah. They have, they have room to grow. I, I think the Marks Offer will to continue to learn and grow in positive ways. I mean, they've, they've done a lot of good things over the last couple of years, especially now that, uh, you know, since Phil Spencer is taking charge of uh, Xbox. I think they will they'll continue to do well. I hope so anyway. I mean, you know, it's no fun if PlayStation's just running the world personally, not to me anyway. But, you know, all in all, I think it was a good show, man. Um yeah, so I think that's going to be a good place to wrap up here, guys. We are going we're a little over an hour, not too bad, but um, thank you guys for hanging out, man. If it's your first time here, um, thank you for listening to the podcast. We record these every Sunday at noon Eastern um, on twitch.tv slash there's the artist. Um, if you guys are listening to the audio version, make sure you stop by. Come stop by, say hello. Tell us if you love or hate the podcast. You know, feedback is feedback one way or the other. Um, thank you but to everybody in chat who's here, man. We appreciate you, all you good people who have stopped by. Dark Star, thank you for hosting the channel, my dude. You are a legend for that. Um, thank you to everyone who's here. Um, DC, do you got any closing thoughts, man? I let you let you take us man, on up out of here. Shield my 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 special little shot. Nah, I didn't. You, you go ahead, man. Nah, you go ahead, Jesus, bro. This guy. No, you I'm, go ahead, I'm, man. I I keep it short and simple because we already running over. Um. <laughs> we already we already gave it up for Dark Star. We appreciate you, brother. We appreciate your host. We appreciate anyone who's supporting the pod any way possible. We're we're a thriving to grow over here. Love you guys. But I want to I want to take a little quick moment to give a special shout out to all the parents who are trying to figure out whether or not they want to send their kids back to school. Oh jeez. All the geez, single geez, the geez. single the single parents out there the. You know, I know it's hard. I've spoken to a lot of people about this, and so it was on my mind, so I just had to get it off. Um, yeah, they're just trying to figure out how they're going to – if you have young kids, man, like, they can't learn on a computer, man. You know, it's crazy right now, you know. And I just want to give a special shout-out to all the single parents, all the parents, period, who are dealing with really young kids during these trying times. I know y'all sitting at home all day trying to keep these – your kids entertained and, and all that good stuff. It's hard, man. So stay, stay strong, family. Stay strong, people. That's all I have to say. You can reach me over on Twitter and um, IG, 1LDC. 
Come over there with me and my band of Xbox misfits. We got a gang over there. It's only two of us. But, hey, we're going to wave that flag to Hey, man, we're not just going to let this conversation swing in one direction, man. That's not what this podcast is about. No, so. we did PlayStation. We did PlayStation. We did Xbox. We what, Whoever have an event, I think we keep it fair. We cover whoever is doing something. Absolutely, man. And you guys can find me pretty much everywhere uh, at Darius the Artist on Twitch. It's on Twitter. It's Darius on Twitch. Thank you guys for hanging out. This, this is going to be the end of the audio version. And if you guys are in chat, hang around because we're going to be playing some video games. Ooh, See boys. you, audio listeners, later. Have a good one. Peace. Peace.